Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Chanel's Language Learning Journey podcast with me, your host, Chanel Patrice Hancock, here in Akron, Ohio, where right now it's snowing. It's been snowing since, like, Saturday night, believe it or not. And I was actually getting used to no snow, believe it or not. So it's nice and fluffy outside, nice and white outside, and cold. And 27 degrees, and they claim the high is going to be like 32. I was like, really? It's only going to nudge up 5 degrees? That's great. (laughs) I had planned on going out today. Nope. Guess Chanel will be ordering her stuff in the mail. (laughs) Because it's supposed to be this way for the next three days, actually. And, um, you know, I'm like, oh, well, I guess I'll do some more consulting. I'll do some more language learning. I'll create a podcast episode or two. You know, um, I'm actually going to be doing an interview this week with someone from Turkey, which is kind of cool. And um, I have to say right now, thank you to everybody who's been listening to the show since day one. Thank you to the new people. Thank you to the old people. Thank you to Anchor and Spotify and Apple Podcasts and TuneIn Radio and iHeartRadio for distributing my show. I love it. Um, Please remember the rate, review. I need reviews. I really do need reviews. Those reviews are really important. It helps me climb even higher. I'm almost up to 20K, y'all. 20K listeners. In 44 states, 117 countries. I just got Kenya yesterday. So, Asante Sana, Habari. Asante Sana means thank you very much. Habari means hello to everyone in Kenya and anyone who speaks Swahili over in that part of Africa. Um, my Swahili is very limited, just to let you know. Sabah Good morning. Well, I have to say, it's February 1st. We just finished the first month of the new year. All things are great. We have a new administration, a new president, a female vice president. Woohoo! And Chanel is just now earning her first amount of money as an affiliate marketer for the Michelle Thomas method. And we've been collaborating for almost a year and a half now, which is great. And I'm also collaborating with utalk.com as well. So if you guys want to go over to utalk.com or michellethomas.com and you can get 35% off the foundation courses at Michelle Thomas using the code Chanel, C-H-E-N-E-L-L. I have an E at the end of my name, but we had to cut it off for character limits. <laughs> and then if you want 20% off on the Utah site, there are 144 languages, whether it's monthly, yearly, or bi-yearly. Just do Utah slash Chanel, C-H-E-N-E-L-L-E. And you'll get 20% off any or all of the languages. 
that you subscribe to, um, check those two out. I think you'll like it. Um, today's episode pretty much is me updating you guys on my progress with Arabic. <laughs> um, you know, I said at the end of the month that I was going to be learning Egyptian Arabic because I have the most resources for that particular language. And I am, and I, I'm using, right now I'm using two resources. I'm using the Michelle Thomas Method Foundation Intermediate and Vocabulary Builder courses. And I'm still on the foundation course because I decided to do it all over again from scratch just to reclaim all of the information that I had in my head the first two times. And I will say, there's nothing wrong with that, going back and revising what you already learned because it makes it stick even more when you do it a third time or even a fourth time. And there's nothing wrong with it because there's no time limit on when I get to where I want to be in my speaking and understanding the Egyptian Arabic dialect of Arabic. So, you know, I'm sure people are like, well, why don't you learn MSA first? No, <laughs> I want to speak it. Watching the news, reading the newspaper right now is not that important. Now, mind you, that's not important to me. Not to say that wouldn't be important to someone else. Um, yeah, well, I'm listening to the news anyway. So whether it's Al Jazeera Arabic or it's BBC Arabic or RT Arabic, you know, or I'm listening to a podcast to refresh your, you know, my different, the difference between lazem to have, like have to, like I have to, I must, or Andy, which means to have. Like I have money or I have clothes as an example. And honestly, that's something that is important to me. Now, I just listened to a beginner's podcast to know the differences between them and how to use them. And that was a great thing for me personally um, to know. But... I am not trying to rush it. I'm actually just taking my time and feeling my way through the language. Just because, you know, I don't have a deadline. You know, I mean, I can go across the street to my favorite Middle Eastern restaurant, Alatins. And hello to everybody at Alatins on West Market and Montrose. Um, <laughs> um, but... I love eating there. So I order food in Arabic. And they understand me. And, you know, I want to surprise somebody that I met last year when I was in Montrose having lunch with a friend of mine. And it was like the third time that we had lunch in public since the COVID-19 situation occurred. And so, you know... 
I spoke a little bit, and they told me whenever I come back, they'll teach me some new phrases. And they were so happy that I was learning Arabic. And I said, oh, yes. You know, I studied theater and film in college, and I'm a big entertainment buff. And I like, you know, health and wellness and healthy mindset, healthy body, healthy life. Um, and I love languages, and so why not incorporate all of this into you know, my, my journey of being able to speak and use it in my daily life at the same time. So, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I have to say that um, I've pretty much gotten the first 1,200 words using the Memorize app, M-E-M-R-I-S-E dot com. If you want to go there, by the way, I'm not affiliated with them. I just like using their products. That's why I like talking about them so much. Not to say I wouldn't want to work with them because I, I think they're awesome and I've been using their product for about six years. And it's helped me improve my Russian tremendously. Um, you know, I, I had a breakthrough. I spoke Russian for a little bit over the weekend. I talked to my ex-boyfriend in Russian. He's in Korea. And um, we had a good chat because I hadn't talked to him in a year and a half. So I was really surprised when he called me up at 10 a.m. his time, 10 p.m. my time, because it's a 12-hour difference in Seoul, Korea. And um, it's one of those things where I just, you know, it, the Russian came out real smooth. And I was just like, oh, this is so awesome. You know, I love languages. I love it when it comes out smooth and you just know it like you know your mother tongue. And, and yeah, you might forget a couple words, but that doesn't mean they won't come back into your subconscious and in and, and, and that big database of words and phrases you got. My grammar is not the greatest in Russian, but I still enjoy it nonetheless. It's the third foreign language that I can speak, you know, besides English and Spanish. And then there's my French, which it does need some work. But, you know, I, I have a very high pass of knowledge of French and Italian and Dutch when I'm listening to it. Um, but my main goal is Arabic and all things Arabic. And I've been cooking Middle Eastern foods from Lebanon and I love it. And I created a cooking podcast based off of that too. So for me personally, you know, language is very important. You know, whether I'm learning how to cook food in that language using YouTube or, you know, I'm listening to podcasts or radio stations on TuneIn Radio, and this is all free. You know, it's all free, which is a great thing. So, you know, I encourage everybody, if you want to let me know what you're doing for your languages, Please go to anchor.fm slash Chanel Patrice Hancock, C-H-E-N-E-L-L-E-P-A-T-R-I-C-E-H-A-N-C-O-C-K and Chanel's Language Learning Journey podcast. Leave me a voicemail message. Let me know what, where you're from, who you are, and, you know, what, you, what you're doing, you know? I would love to hear from you. And maybe if your story is a good story, I'll feature it on the show as an episode. If you have any questions, you can use the same format to give me, you know, a question and I'll put it in an episode. 
If you want to come on the show, you know, let me know via instant messenger. Chanel Patrice Hancock at Facebook.com. And I will answer you. Now, I want to say it might not be right away because I'm so busy. But um, I will get to you. I mean, it was kind of funny because I had asked somebody to submit questions when I had interviewed Dr. Krashen a couple years ago. And um, I had done the interview and I had published it. And when I went to my instant messenger to look at, you know, what people had, had submitted to me, I had already finished the interview and posted it. Like, I had totally forgot to check. And I'm like, oh. I mean, but that's what happens sometimes. You'll have a brain fart and you'll forget things. And, you know, that's life. You know, we're all human beings. We're not perfect. And, you know... Um, but I did answer the person individually, and um, she liked the episode, and um, that was like a big, a big um, dream come true for me to be able to interview him because he doesn't give that many interviews to that many people. So, you know, I'm very lucky on that. <laughs> I think I'm like the fourth person that he's allowed to interview him. <laughs> I know that Matt Bridges the Pan did, and then I know Ollie Richards did, and Steve Kaufman did. And, um, yeah, it, that, <laughs> he is a wealth of knowledge, um, I have to say. But as far as my languages are concerned, you know, I'm really focusing on Arabic. I'm using the Memories app, 30 to 60 words, sometimes 100 words a day, depending on how much in the zone I am. Um, you know, I just get up and I'll have my coffee and I'll just flip out the app and open it up and I'll start, you know, I'll pick a topic and I'll do that set of words and then I'll pick another topic and I'll do that set of words. And then when I'm done, you know, I feel like I've, I've learned enough. I stop. And then I go on to whatever else it was I wanted to do. So if I want to listen to some Michelle Thomas and get that in my head, I will. Um, if I want to just put a movie on and throw some subtitles up, I'll do that. And have folks over read it to me. So, I mean, personally, this is kind of how I do things now. And I just take my time because it's like, okay, I have all day. <laughs> I don't have anywhere to go. I'm, you know, creating my episodes and trying to get people to come on the show and yeah it's it's amazing thank you to my 976 followers on twitter actually if i get another 27 people to get on twitter i'll have 1k followers um right now if you want to join um me on twitter it's hashtag Chanel Hancock, C-H-E-N-E-L-L-E-H-A-N-C-O-C-K. And um, if you want to find me on Instagram, it's filmchanel1977 at Instagram.com. F-I-L-M-C-H-E-N-E-L-L-E-1977 at Instagram.com. And if you want me on Facebook, is 
Chanel Patrice Hancock, C-H-E-N-E-L-L-E-P-A-T-R-I-C-E-H-A-N-C-O-C-K at Facebook.com. Um, and if you want to join my language learning groups, um, I have one if you want to do Sammy called Learning, Sammy with Chanel at Facebook.com. And then I have Chanel's Language Learning Journey Mastermind. C-H-E-N-E-L-L-E apostrophe S. Language Learning Journey Mastermind at Facebook. Please answer the questions. Please answer yes. And um, either myself or one of the moderators or um, admins will accept you into the group. The only thing I ask is that um, because we have people that have no vision or low vision, and they use screen readers. And so if you throw up a page that's visible and it's in a JPEG file, can you please type out what is on the page in order for the person that's using the screen reader to know what the page is? Because we cannot read that. Um, and it's helping those who are visually impaired and totally blind be able to participate in the conversation that you are creating on the page. If this is not done, I will have to remove the page because it's not fair to other people who can't see um, at all, really. So that's one of the rules that I have. Um, and Honestly, like, I've had to leave groups because people wouldn't type in the description box what they threw up. You know, it's not, language learning isn't just about, um, you know, one person's view of learning. Because, honestly, I learn by ear. I don't learn by sight, even though I have some residual vision. I don't have enough to read print. So I use a screen reader. And when people throw up pictures, I'm like, what the heck is this? If you don't type what is in the description field, and you can see the description field, so you can't tell me that you didn't see it. It's right in front of you. Um, <laughs> you know, you have two eyes. And some people don't have any. And some people have partial, where part of them can't see anything out of one eye, they might be able to see something out the other eye, but it's not as clear as someone that has 20, 20, 20 over 40, 20 over 60 vision. So um, I have to strenuously stress that if you join the group, that is the one thing that I will uh, require people to do. And a lot of people have been very good about that because... Um, you know, we want everybody to participate in the conversation that you're bringing up. You know, also, I do allow people to, you know, if you're learning about a language, if you're learning a language and you're learning about the culture, I don't care that you put up a dish that you made and you tell us what the dish is. You know, you describe what it is, you know, because food is just as important it does have to do with the culture and the people. And you're also learning phrases and vocabulary. So if you want to take the time to post 
what you cooked for dinner and then you you're you know you're putting it in your target language that you're learning plus your native language and if your native native language is english that's pretty self-explanatory but if it's not and it's russian but you're learning french then you're going to have to put it in english too because some people might not know french some people might not know russian but they still need to know what you you put up there which is fine i don't have a problem with that i mean i know some people do because they don't see that as learning um, a language. Um, you know, they see it as, okay, we're doing a whole bunch of words and phrases, and how can I write this quickly? And how can... Well, first off, you're having a conversation with a person, um, either over the phone, chat, voicemail. Um, you know, you're going to have to speak, and you're going to have to be able to understand what the other person is saying, too. So that's something that I think, um, you know, some people need to understand first and foremost when people are learning the language. Everyone learns it for a different reason. But if you can't speak it and you can't understand what someone is, you know, saying and you didn't spend a year and a half on just reading and listening, you've never spoken anything and you've never listened to anything like as far as like people speaking. And how they speak, well, you just wasted a whole bunch of time, you know. And, I mean, I kind of do the reading and writing last because my whole objective is to be able to speak and be understood and vice versa. I mean, you know, honestly, I learned Spanish and didn't learn how to read or write it, but I knew the alphabet. So then when I wrote something in Spanish, I already knew how to write it because I knew the alphabet. And I knew, you know, the grammar and how everything was supposed to be formulized because I, I learned it, you know, 27 months prior. So for me, it wasn't that big of a deal. I didn't think about grammar. I just thought about what the main objective was, which was for me to speak it plain and simple. And the rest of it would come naturally. And, um, you know... I did the reading later, but see, I didn't really care about reading in Spanish anyway. I wanted to listen to music, eat the food, and dance. And that's what I focused on. <laughs> and I became fluent 20 years later. <laughs> but I became fluent all the same. So, I mean, I guess I look at it as when you're learning something, you have to, like, you know, decide for yourself, you know. I mean, I can tell you my experiences, my opinions about things, but at the same time, you have to know what it is you want for you. And I mean, I just spent the first, I would say, 27 days learning over 1,200 words and phrases in Arabic. And I did, I did some every single day. Sometimes I was on a roll where I did 100 a day. That's how, that's how much I was motivated to learn it. And that's a, something that you really want to focus on. Don't focus on doing it because somebody else is doing it. Do it because that's what your gut is telling you and this is what you're feeling on the inside. I mean, you know, I've gotten to the point now where I really want to be able to be fluent in my own way. And pretty much, I want to be able to go out there and go into a, a Arab store with someone 
and be able to have a short a, a conversation with somebody, ask them how much stuff costs, ask them do they have this, this, and this. And if I can communicate the same way that I'm communicating to you in English and Arabic two years from now, then I would have accomplished my goal. I put two years because I knew it was going to take me some time to really be able to immerse myself in the language for which you don't have to go to the country to do. You know how many people in Akron you are that I can speak to? <laughs> oh my God. And it's, it's amazing. It's amazing because when I speak it, people go nuts. You know, it didn't matter what language it was because I was that dedicated. And I still am dedicated. And, um, you know, I'm proud of myself because after I learned Arabic and I brushed my French up, I would, get, I would be able to say I could speak five of the six United Nations languages. And that's before I even turned 45. So, I mean, that, that's an accomplishment for me, I think. You know, I mean, I don't plan on learning Mandarin. <laughs> you know, I have too much else in my brain right now. And, um, you know, I'll prove on my Italian. I might pick up Swahili later because that's a heritage language. But I, you know, if, if all I want to do is be conversational in Swahili, I'll do that. If I only want to be an A2, B1 in it, fine. But, you know, at least I can say I know some of it. You know, I still want to do Persian still at some point. But right now, I'm focused on Arabic. And, you know, I'm not going to dabble in anything. I'm just going to, you know, I'll watch an occasional movie. I'll have an occasional conversation in, in Russian or French or whatever. And Italian and call it a day. But my main focus is Arabic. And, you know, I like the Arabic... Um, language, I like the culture, you know, I like the people, the food, the history, and, you know, okay, um, I'm a religious person, but I'm not super religious, so, you know, I'm more laid back, I enjoy all faiths, um, you know, I respect all faiths, um, you know, because someone asked me, was I going to convert to Islam, I'm like, no, no, I'm not learning it for that reason. I'm learning it for the other reasons that I mentioned before. And, you know, I I enjoy when I can cook some hashua or some Lebanese night's dessert. Or I can cook. Um, hashua is um, um, Le- um, Lebanese rice, which is rice with vermicelli noodles. Um, you can have meat onions, um, it has cumin in it, paprika, allspice, coriander, salt, pepper, um, and it's very good, <laughs> and I've, I've made it plenty of times, um, I've also made majetra, which is rice, garlic, onions, and I put, um, some red lentils or some green lentils inside of them, inside the dish, with paprika, allspice, coriander, cumin. And then um, it's, you know, a very good dish to make. And um, a lot of people in the Middle East make it. And uh, I've made a a lot of things from the Middle East, and I really enjoy their food. I'm not a big lamb person, but that's okay. 
Um, I've tried it before, but it just wasn't my cup of tea. You know, and, and this is how you learn about someone's culture in their backyard is by eating the food, trying the food, you know. And, um, you know, that means something to me personally. So for me, I feel that I can be um, more evolved um, when I'm learning about the culinary side of things, the artistic side, the film, the the film side, television side, the music side. And I love that because, you know, I get more and more in, immersed in the language when I have something to focus on. So, like, my goal, and if anybody can help me out with this, I would really appreciate it. I'm looking for music from Morocco, Tunisia, Syria, Libya, Saudi Arabia, Egypt, Lebanon, Palestine, and Jordan. And I'm usually looking for music like in the style of like Ricky Martin, Jennifer Lopez, Christina Aguilera, Pitbull, um, Shakira. People that would be similar in that type of genre of music. And if you have any rap, that'd be awesome. Um, <laughs> um, if you guys can let me know in a voicemail message on Anchor, I would love it just because I've been looking for music to listen to from those countries because um, I was going to go on Spotify, but I was like, hey, why don't I just ask everybody um, if they could send me um, a recommendation of, you know, an artist that I could, you know, um, check out. Because it helped me with my language learning in regards to me being able to listen to something other than Hefeweeb at the moment. And I have all the Hefeweeb. And I would love to interview her because, you know, honestly, music is language, is a language in its own right. Um, for the simple fact that it's, you know, something that you can listen to is something that's melodic. And it has a cadence. And it's, you know, fun. And that's what you want. That's something that's really important. You know, it, it's more important than how many words or phrases that you know. You have to make it fun. And if you can make it fun by cooking a recipe and listening to a podcast in Arabic while you're cooking the dinner that's from the Middle East and you're learning about the different measurements and the different, um, you know, Sucker, sugar, you know, um, Maya, water, um, you know, it's, 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 you know, you want to make salad or you want to make, um, you know, a dessert or whatever it is you want to make, you can do that and you can do it in the language and YouTube is my friend. YouTube, I go to YouTube to find all kinds of podcasts, YouTubers from the from the places that are in the Middle East. I mean, I, I want to be able to interview people from the Middle East that have their own YouTube channels and they're teaching um, Arabic because that's something that I'm really interested in. And, I, and a lot of other people are studying Arabic at the moment. And um, I might actually start doing that for the show. Like, you know, spend some time learning more about the different regions of the world because, 
you know, it helps me become more um, cultured and educated about their part of the world, just not North America and Europe. So for me, you know, I've always loved the Middle East and I've always loved Asia. So I'm going to concentrate on that side of the world for a while um, because I understand that, you know, Europe languages, they're great. I love them. But for me personally, right now, where I'm living at in Akron, I come up around a lot of people that are Arab and, um, you know, whether you speak Persian or whether, you know, Farsi or whether you speak Arabia, you know, um, that's great. You know, it's, it's a, it's a beautiful thing. And, um, you know, I mean, I like to listen to music. I like to watch my movies and, you know, I mean, I'll watch movies that I've seen before, but I'll put the subtitles in Arabic, you know, and I'll listen to it. The only thing I hate is that, you know, it has modern standard Arabic, not Egyptian Arabic or any of the other dialects. And because I'm learning a dialect first, um, because, you know, I want to be able to speak on the street. <laughs> um, you know, that's why I'm focused on Egyptian Arabic. Um, you know, I can pick up the other dialects as I'm listening to music or, you know, watching something. And for me, you know, last month was a clear indication that if I can get 1,200 words in me in 27 days, then I'm on a really good track to get about 5,000, 10,000 words by the end of the year. Um, You know, but I'm not really worried about it so much. I'm not like counting down all the hours. I'm just enjoying the process. And I hope that, you know, by listening to this, I know I went on a tangent a little bit, um, you guys can get something out of it because, you know, I see people, they put so much pressure on themselves to learn something in such a quick amount of time. And I'm sitting here like, well, wait a minute, we're in a daggone pandemic. We really can't go anywhere. So I'm just going to sit up there and interview people and talk about my language journey with everybody and, you know, hope people, you know, buy courses and learn some Arabic. You know, if you guys want to go on this journey with me, please do pick up the Michelle Thomas courses. Um, You know, the my promotional code, C-H-E-N-E-L-L. Um, you can use for all the foundation courses. You cannot use them for the vocabulary builders or the intermediate courses, but you can pay $90 for the intermediate course and $75 for the vocabulary builder after using the promotional code for the, um, for the um, foundation course. I mean, you'll get, you only have to pay $65. No tax. And that's awesome. And, I mean, you're helping a sister out here. <laughs> so every time someone buys a course, I get paid. Ching, ching. <laughs> but the cool thing is, I also get paid by knowing that y'all can write testimonials for me and tell me how you guys liked it. You know, did you enjoy it? You know, um, and let me know how you, what you think about the podcast and what other topics you want me to talk about. Because, um, trust me. I have to go on other social media sites 
just to find inspiration to talk about a new topic because it's like I kind of want to be a little outside the box. I mean, that helps. <laughs> you don't want to hear the same thing about 20 times from 20 different people. So, yeah, if you guys want, just drop me a voicemail message in my Anchor mailbox and I'll, I'll get back with you. I really will. Um, trust me. Right now, I'm like everybody else. Okay, you can't go anywhere. It's snowing outside. It's 27 degrees. I mean, uh, after this recording, I have to take my dog outside. So, you know, it's, it's kind of like one of those things where you sit there and you just, you know, uh, have to experience learning Arabic. Now, if you want to get the foundation modern standard at 65 bucks, you can, because that's the only course that's out there for modern standard. I have it all. So, um, I'd say I have all the Michelle Thomas courses in my, at my disposal, but all, every language they have on the site, <laughs> believe it or not. Um, but that doesn't mean I'm going to speak every language. No, 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 no. I'm not doing that. <laughs> I've reviewed all of them. I just um, refuse to, um, you know, um, speak all of them. Just because I have my own languages, my own preferences, and what I like to speak. And I respect all language family groups. But I'm not speaking Norwegian anytime or Swedish or Dutch because I don't, there's nobody in my real life that I can speak those languages with. I can speak them with people who I go online with, but because I'm not really studying those languages, I'm, I'm not really focused on it. But I think they're beautiful languages all the same, um, but my languages that I, I concentrate on are the ones that um, you know I really enjoy, my Arabic, Italian, French, Russian, Spanish, um, of course, English is my first language. Sign language was my second. American Sign Language was my second, but I forgot a lot of it since childhood. But I still remember some, but not a lot. So, I mean, um, Arabic, probably like language number seven. But I really enjoy Arabic a lot. So that's why I'm focusing on it for the next two years. And um, you'll be hearing updates. <laughs> you know, and I know at the end of this month, I'll probably give another update. Okay, I learned so many words. Okay, I'm, I know someone's going to be like, well, when are you going to speak? I will. It's just that I want to be able to be confident a little bit when I'm speaking. And not feel like I'm just thinking it all out. Like, yeah. So, I mean, there are times when I will speak out loud to myself. And it'd be like 1130 at night, like, okay, I'm not asleep yet. Okay, let me speak a little Arabic, you know. But at the same time, I know I have a lot to work on, so. Um, you know, so. Um, I just enjoy the process of learning it. And just like I learned the process of learning Russian, and I mean, I put my heart and soul into that, and it took me two and a half, three years, 
I did a, I did nothing but speak from day one. Speak, speak, speak. Record, record, record. Um, videos of me speaking in Russian. And that's what I was known for, the blind girl that speaks Russian. Well, <laughs> yeah, the black blind girl from the U.S. that speaks Russian. And it was, it was great because, I mean, I really didn't care. I found it to be flattering, to be honest with you. And for me personally, like, if you have that much passion and, and zeal to go and do, you know, um, a language like Russian, and it's complicated because you've got the grammar system that is a total nightmare sometimes. But, you know, when you, when you master it, or you, you know, I mean, you're not going to be 100% correct with the grammar, but that's okay, because if they still understand what you're saying, you're able to make them laugh. You know, and I did that with my ex-boyfriend's mother, and it was just amazing, and I enjoyed it. And, you know, when you don't have to resort to English after spending two years of speaking and listening and just fully immersing yourself in the language every day, that's all you do is eat, drink, and sleep that language. That that says something. You know, I can put progress results up every month and say, hey, this is what I learned that was new this month. It might have not been much, but I learned something. And I didn't beat myself up over it because I see so many people on YouTube and social media beating themselves up because they did not get to where they wanted to be. Well, wait a minute. You still got tomorrow. You still got the rest of the year. You still got the rest of your life. Why are you beating yourself up for? Are you doing this because you want this for yourself? Or are you doing this because you are trying to impress someone? Now, if it's the latter, uh, it's not going to work very well. <laughs> it really isn't. It's, you know, you're just going to set yourself up for failure. And you don't want to do that. You want to set yourself up for success. But don't think that you know, it's not okay to fail or make mistakes because it is okay to do those things. Because if you don't do those things, you know, you're kind of screwed. Um, and I know for a fact, you know, I, I make mistakes in pronunciation, you know, bis, ana, alfa, ala erobia, il sue, duetti, sebdutu. Han fi America, Yong, Shukran Kwaisa, Seb Dutu, which I said, but I know a little Arabic today, my friends. Thank you very much, my friends. Isme Chanel. We anamin Amrika Han Fi Akron, Ohio. Um, you know, so, um, my name is Chanel here from the United States, or should I say America? Um, and I'm from uh, Akron, Ohio, here in Akron, Ohio. So, yeah, I used Han, which is a Lebanese word for here, and then Fi, which is an, um, in, in, in Arabic, you know. So, I mean, 
I'm going to be honest, like, yes, I know my grammar is not going to be the greatest at this point, but for those people who speak Egyptian Arabic, let me know what you think. I want feedback. I love audio feedback because that's the best for me because reading, um, I can't read visually, but I can, I can have voiceover read me your post as well. So, you know, thank you for all your help and support. I appreciate it. Um, you know, you guys are the best. Um, but I do have to say, if you don't try to speak, you don't try to make mistakes, um, you'll never learn. You'll just keep beating yourself up for no reason other than to, you know, um, not progress the way you want to progress with the language and, you know, just enjoy it. Just have fun. Screw, you know, you have to have a timetable to when this is all over. No, you can set goals, set small goals. I want to learn the alphabet. I want to learn my numbers. I want to learn my days of the week and months of the year. And I did learn my days of the week and months of the year. I probably remember my months of the year. I probably remember certain days of the week, but I can go back to that. You know, I mean, they haven't sticked yet, but uh, the months of the year did. And the numbers up to like 10 did. <laughs> but, you know, um, it's, it's not as hard to remember. Um, now, 3, 8, and 9 are, they all start with the letter T. Um, so, I mean, it's not, it's not as hard as people think it is. And 6 and, 6 and 7 start with the letter S. And 4 and 5 starts with the letter H. 2 starts with, with I. Um, and... What it is starts with um with um W I think <laughs> but personally you know I enjoy it. I enjoy it, it's a lot of fun. I'm gonna make mistakes just like I did it right now. People can correct me, I don't mind. <laughs> I mean this is how I learn too. And um you know I want to thank you guys so Shukran, kwaisa, sabditi. Um, you know, thanks for listening and listening to my broken Arabic. <laughs> you know, that's okay because I'm learning and that means something to me. So, you know, please rate, give me a rating. I need to keep being number one. And I kind of want to get up there. So, you know. The, the end of the year, my goal is to get to either 50K listeners or 100K listeners. If we can get 100,000 people, and trust me, in the blind community worldwide, I am not joking when I say this, worldwide out of 7 billion people, it is 300 million. So, hey, if you 300 million could subscribe to the podcast, give me ratings and reviews, uh, I'll be up there with like Joe Rogan. <laughs> hey, which his podcast is cool. You should check it out if you like that type of stuff too. Um, yeah, Joe Rogan experience. He's awesome. But I listen to a lot of people. And so I listen to a lot of podcasts, not even having to do with language learning, but I incorporate it into my day 
with languages in that language, which is great. And it motivates me to be able to learn it in a way that is fun and healthy for me and stress-free for me. And I hope that you guys can find the same joy doing the same things or something similar. Let me know what types of things that you like to do when you're learning a language. Do you like to listen to podcasts, listen to music, cook food, exercise, whatever it is. Um, so thank you, you guys. And I will see you guys tomorrow in the next episode of Chanel's Language Learning Journey podcast. Um, please remember to subscribe, rate, review the podcast. I need more reviews. So if you guys can write me reviews, um, that would be great on any of the platforms that podcasts are downloaded, especially Spotify. I need to actually get back up on Spotify. So if you guys can help me over there, that'd be great. Okay. Bye-bye, everybody. Happy language learning.